0: Welcome to the Circle of Insight Foreign Affairs, where you will receive a daily briefing on national security news from around the world. Let's get started. Here's your host, Dr. Carlos. Welcome, everybody. We're going to be giving you the coronavirus update from around the world. Before we get started, make sure you share this podcast if you want to support us and subscribe so you don't miss any of the future episodes. Updated here in New York State reported just a few minutes ago over 7,000 new cases of coronavirus in the past 24 hours with over 250 new deaths, giving them a total of 66,000 cases and 1,200 dead. But here's a little bit of good news. The number of new cases in Italy has actually started to decelerate. Thursday was 6,100, Friday 5,900, Saturday 5,900, Sunday 5,200, and now Monday 4,000. So that's a big, that's a good, good news because that's almost about, what is that, 30% drop from the last three or four days. So you can see a deceleration happening in Italy. Hopefully that will continue. As we mentioned, it did have 4,000 new cases and 800 new deaths in the last 24 hours. Um, Now the deaths are a little different because of the overwhelming of the hospital system and the aging population, uh, raising total to 100 over 100,000 cases and over 11,500 dead. Uh, The other issue, other good news, we did notice that North Lombardy, up there in Italy, uh, is is also decelerating. In Maryland, Governor Hogan issues a stay-at-home order, says unknowingly violating it is punishable by up to one year in prison or a $5,000 fine. Japan will deny entry to people coming from the U.S., China, South Korea, and most of Europe. We also see Israeli President, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu enters quarantine after an aide tested positive for coronavirus. Iran confirms another 117 deaths. Spain confirmed another 800 deaths in the past 24 hours. So it looks like Spain is hitting their peak right now. Crude oil prices plunged by over 6% down to $20. Right now, the most coronavirus deaths Italy has over 10,000, or actually 11,600. Spain coming in around 75, 7,600. China around 33, 3400. This is an interesting point somebody had made. These numbers in China and India are kind of suspect. Uh, We had thousands of new cases yesterday in New York City alone uh, with a population of over 20 million, while India has a population of over 1 billion. And they put the country in lockdown, and they only have 37 new cases So either very little testing is being done, numbers are not being reported, or just not being spread in India. Um, Either way, take these numbers from some of the countries um, with a grain of salt. As we can see, New York still has about 48-47% of all the total cases in the U.S. and really close to that 50% mark in the total deaths. So you can see it's very concentrated. The hotspot is by, without a doubt, New York City. And that pretty much wraps us up today for our news. As we took a look around the world in regards to coronavirus updates, we're not seeing a whole lot out there. We're just getting numbers, and some of the countries are pulling back on their numbers. We did see Prince Charles is out of coronavirus isolation, so he looks like he's overcome that. Thank goodness there. It's always good news. An emergency hospital was erected in. Tense in Central Park as New York City's staggering toll of coronavirus deaths rose to at least over 776 now. And we did talk about Spain a minute ago, but the Spanish coronavirus cases did surpass China a while back ago, but their death rate is actually slowing. So again, we see the deceleration in Italy, now we see the deceleration. In Spain, a little bit in regards to the deaths in, in Spain, but the cases are decelerating in Italy. And we also have now the FDA is approving the use of the uh, hydroxychloroquine, the anti-malarial autoimmune disease drug that is being touted highly. Uh, so hopefully that could be a good news as well to help individuals uh, out there. And um, so we'll see. It's a combination of hydroxychloroquine and the z as a mitrosin, as a mitrosin, And uh, we'll see how those things will turn out for everybody. Hopefully, it'll it'll be good news. And we'll start slowing this down. Get the economy back up and running as well. Hopefully, um, a lot of people are... One of the things you have to be careful is people are starting to... They look at the economy and they treat it as if it's a, a normal set of events that have caused the economic collapse, which is not true at all. This is a very extraordinary circumstance where everybody's participating everybody's shut down so you can't look at these numbers and say oh my god you know the unemployment rate is high this numbers down this numbers down. oil prices are down it's not reflective of a true recession it's not reflective of a true depression where there isn't enough demand to go around where the economy is just struggling this is actually an external factor completely out of the control of everybody Including the, economic, including the economy. So once this settles down, people are going to go right back to shopping. They're going to immediately go back and do things that they're usually doing because they're going to want to get out of their house. So you're going to see sales go up and demand will go up and people will get their work back and get their jobs back. So I'm assuming the economy will come right back, bouncing, maybe not extremely fast because people are going to, some people are still going to be hesitant going out, but it's more like a, um, like a V, if you think about it, the economy is on the top point of the V, goes all the way down, hits the, palm, the bottom, hits, called the nadir, nadir, and it goes right back up to the top, to the pinnacle part. So that's kind of the way you should look at the economy right now, the way it's going to probably look at it in the future, is that's kind of like a V right now. So right now we're at the bottom, and hopefully we'll be able to head back up. Thanks, everyone, for listening